0: i Spaces
1: Everybody. so great to have you all here it's by Blanche day today <laughs> on Montage and uh, we are going to get started here pretty quickly please retweet the room uh, let everyone know that you're here and that your art is on super rare Montage and um, if anyone is out there that would like to talk about their art please just hit request we'd love I see so many artists out there that are part of Montage. Um, we're gonna hear from the vibe artists first, but any other montage artists uh, are welcome to come on up. Um, you might've done this before, maybe you could lead the way and uh, talk to us about your art. Um, we will be uh, looking for tweets that we can share on top of, our, uh, top of the Jumbotron here. Um, so please come on up, join us as a speaker and uh, we'll get started here really soon. Um, my name is Pam. I'm the uh, head of creator relations here at Sloika. So um, if you've seen a lot of DMs from Sloika that are signed off by Pam, that's me. Um, I'll put myself in here as a listener um, here in just a couple seconds so that you guys can know <laughs> who I am. But um, we're super happy to have everyone here. This has actually been such a huge effort um, to this has been our on, our biggest onboarding ever. So. Um, Things are um, going really well. Uh, a lot of things that happen at the last minute, are hard for us to handle all at one time. So please be aware we are going to get to everything. Um, this is just kind of like a chance for us to get together, give a big exhale, and go, we made it. We made it. We're on montage, and um, yeah, the uh, the details are getting worked out um, as far as getting reserve prices set and all of that. So um, thank you so much for being excited about being on Super Rare. Um, we are very happy to be able to open the door to Super Rare for so many artists. Um, it's it's a, a tough place to get into, but when we won this space race earlier this year, I think it was the last space race they even did. So uh, we feel pretty lucky to be part of that effort. And um, yeah, ever since we uh, we got in place, we started ramping up really fast. and. As of today, uh, let me get, I'm not sure if I have the exact numbers, but I want to say we have over 340 artists that are on Montage, super rare, and way over 600 artworks. (laughs) So um, that's uh, that's a really exciting um, achievement to to make. Um, We are also really big on building community among all the Montage artists. So, A lot of the folks that are part of Vibe that uh, is launched today, um, they've been in a chat group where we're all like helping each other with onboarding and getting those questions answered, um, figuring out like all the details that have to go into getting your work onboarded. Um, And so that's been really great. After today, um, we will turn either that group into a more like, Let's support each other, share each other's posts, be in there to chat and let each other know about other promotional opportunities. For example, you might see um, a, a shill thread that everyone should um, submit to or things like that. So um, we have we have so many artists on Montage, we actually had to start more than one of these community chat groups. So all of you guys um, will be added to one of those community chat groups. Those um, I believe twitter or excuse me x um increase the number of folks that can be in a single chat group to 200 and we've maxed that out on one of them and had to start a new one so um yeah we'll be we'll be adding you into this sort of community chat group where you can meet the folks who've come before you um get everyone's super friendly they're really um happy to help support but you'll you'll you will be out of the uh, that sort of onboarding, um, process oriented chat group. Um, so you won't have to worry about the nuts and bolts so much, but just get right into promoting and having fun, getting your art, uh, seen by so many people. The, um, let's see, what else can I tell you about? No one's asking to come on up here. I was really hoping to see some requests. (laughs) Um, I might start inviting people, but. Yeah, great to see you all here. (laughs) I see smiles. All right, I'm bringing you up. (laughs) Sandy Tows. Thanks for joining me on stage here.
2: Good morning, TM. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, good evening, wherever you are. Um, so that's funny. You said nobody wants to come up. It reminds me of one of my friends in high school. First of all, thanks so much for having me here. I can't believe this day is here. And I'll tell you why this is such a grand day and such an auspicious time. But first, I just want to tell you, I had a friend who went to Harvard and she said everybody there in the beginning thought they were all stupid because they thought, oh my God, I'm in Harvard. So they all, really stressed out and then it took him a while to relax and get into it so today i feel like it's my first day at harvard and everybody's better than i am and then i remembered what my friend said in high school and i'm an older person so i just realized that i'm seeing thank you i came to the united states in 1977 my name is sandy toes i'm from iran And uh, we came right at the tail end of the Shah's regime. And during the intense time before the revolution, so um it for me there are some super times in my life that i'm super happy having the access to education and becoming literate my mother didn't get a chance she wasn't allowed to go to school past third grade my father didn't go to school they were self-educated so when i graduated from berkeley that day was immense that we came so you know I've been an artist most of my life. I've done photography and ceramics, but it was the education and you got to pay the bills and there's no way in the hell you're going to get a degree. But I did ceramics at Berkeley for two years while I was studying my studies and I never gave up my art. And now that I'm an older person and I'm me and I've made it. I've also been accepted into your community, which is my community. So this is the best present I could hope for. Every October, I give thanks for my situation, for surviving. A lot of my relatives were killed. They're still they're Kurdish, some of them. So as you know, the world is very strange, but we're so much closer now. And I believe in blockchain technology. I got into uh, blockchain technology because of crypto, because I saw the Iranian Come on, go from seven to like a thousand something and lose value. So the bigger picture is, I believe in crypto. I believe in what we're doing, and I'm super excited that you see me among you. And this Genesis art is the most painful piece of art I've ever created. And I'm and I'm kind of surprised when I made this. I'm like, nah, you know, this is not the one I want to talk about. This is the most painful art, you know, and and it turned out this is the one that got me in the door because you know what, it's really hard to walk away from painful relationships that are abusive and you put yourself there because it's family and you believe that you're doing the right thing. And And then you believe that, you know what, you need to live, you need to survive. There are healthy boundaries and there are generational dysfunction that we have to overcome. This is the most personal piece I've ever done. I wish whoever finds this valuable and collects this has the biggest piece of my heart and the biggest challenge of my life that I stood up for me and I walked away and I did not destroy and create a war. I just simply walked away and became me. And that resulted in this and super rare. It is a very auspicious day. I don't know what happened and how everything lined up, but there's a lot of meaning in this. And so I opened the door, I see other artists up here. I see my friends and colleagues and other people I love so much. And I know you all, I support you all. I'm also a collector on the side, not a big whale or nothing, but just me. And I believe in what we're doing. And thanks for giving me a chance to share with you. I love you. And uh, And shout out to all the people who are supporting the Iranian artists. I see you all. So many of you have supported them because they can't even get on the Internet. And that's where I'm going to land the plane. I'm on the Internet. I'm here. I did it. I speak for a lot of Iranian women who can't be here and a lot of other people who survived unbelievable things in life and my art is what saved me i used to want to die now i want to live let's live people let's live thank you back to you host
1: oh wow sandy thank you so much that is uh i'm getting goosebumps for that whole story and i'm so glad you're here too and um D is, is the art, we pinned it to the top. We pinned your post to the top. Is it something that you could tell us a bit more about? Um, would you like to?
2: Well, sure. You know, I, I'd be happy to speak about it. I've written about it. I had a forced arranged marriage. When I was 16 years old, in, in 1984, in USA, in California, and people don't understand how that can happen. Now I don't hate my sister. I don't hate my mother, but you know, women do things to each other, and 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 we do these cultural things that we have um, internalized and we believe. So my mother had a forced arranged marriage, and you trust your family because you know they want the best for you. So. This is about not having the option to say no, that even though I was here in 1977, even though people think I'm an American, to say no is like disrespecting your family, is to standing out. And you know what? You're traded like property. I was a piece of property. I was negotiated. I was tricked. And I was like groomed in this way that women are. And I got through it. I got through it. And I got through it. I was the I was the only girl in high school who was probably married. (gasps) Nobody knew. I had no one to talk to. But you know what? Oh my goodness. It's nothing bad. It wasn't physical abuse. It is just the trauma of you're losing family members, uncles and aunts are being killed they're being forced to get married. And then the, just like the old status quo wants to continue. You're going to marry this person because this is my family and we're going to negotiate. This makes our family more powerful. And then that just went on for decades. And then, and then there was other things that went on and it was not just, and then I just finally, through the eyes of other relatives who saw how I was being treated, I was empowered and said, you know what? I'm okay. I can just walk away and do me and just work. I can make my money. And if I'm not going to her family parties anymore, that's all right. So, you know, and, and, and and sometimes you try to talk to the people who don't realize they're abusing you and they just think you're just like ungrateful. You're just, you know, different. And then they just, and they control the narrative. And behind your back they sly and stab and do horrible things so that's what that is about that's about being graceful and not destroying what you've built in a family in a community not soiling your name and just saying that's it I'm done I'm just gonna go and be happy be a graceful sister and so there were things that happened in the crypto world too people that I bonded with and then I got stabbed in the back in the NFT space because somehow you know people get very um, when it comes to money and things people get very touchy and people you know brothers against sisters people you don't know are gonna you know rug pull you so I experienced a lot of um, what I thought was betrayal but it's just really life and you just go on I've had my art stolen and minted in other platforms and sold that made me feel great because it was really good art and they were going to make money off of me. And so I actually saw that as a plus. So I know that's nothing to be proud of, but that's like, Hey, not only was it a sold out collection, but somebody else took that art and made money off of it. And you can't let, you can't let that destroy the high and the win of you having a sold out collection. And I didn't do that either. Because on the day I had a sold out collection where I only made like a, I don't know, maybe 150 tezos, somebody else made 900 bucks (laughs) selling our collection on another platform. So this is a very rough space. And all of us who've been here have been through it. And we know what's what, and now we're still here. So please, let's get on to the other artists because I want to hear other people's stories. I'm just a little old me, just like all of you, and uh, I got a big mouth though. So back to you, host. Thank you. Oh wow, Sandy!
1: Thank you so much for sharing all of that. That is just the greatest kickoff for the space. I'm so glad to know you. I want to know you more because <laughs> um, we met through your arts right now. So um, it's a uh, it's a pleasure to have you as part of the community. And I, I really hope that we're gonna hear a lot more from you in the future. Um, so thank you, thank you so much for for kicking it off and, and jumping up here and for being you and for persevering through a lot of difficulties that um, I think you're, you're really inspiring uh, to, to share that and to uh, demonstrate a way that um, people could deal with challenges and hardships. So thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate everyone being here. We've got a whole bunch of speakers now. Yay, thank you guys for taking me up on my offer. Um, I wanna say good morning to Ev, who's our co-host here. He's also, as you know, um, the uh, co-founder of Sloika. So um, with Sloika being the operation operator of Montage on SuperRare, um, I'm sure everyone understands that connection who's an artist here, but in case there's listeners here that are unfamiliar with um, all these, uh, how how everything goes together, uh, that's the short story. Good morning, Ev. How are you doing?
3: Hello. This is your Sloka operator speaking. (laughs) (laughs) This is as far as I can. Um, can It's been
1: a rough week, hasn't it?
3: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Good morning, everyone. Good evening, wherever you are uh you're right this is our biggest uh uh, drop on montage on super air as of today and yeah it's a lot of work a lot of uh moving parts as always uh, i think we are definitely getting much much better than when we started early on um and what a ride it's been so when we did our very first uh, montage uh drop on superair right after we got accepted we uh went in kind of like all in on this we said you know what uh montage seems like uh, a great place where artists want to be we want to be able to represent them and our very first drop was just for people <laughs> uh and kind of like see how far we've come we've done a lot of open calls uh we tried to open the gates a little bit uh wider, so that artists can participate in super air can uh, make their you know profiles and basically have more opportunities so uh, obviously artists are not sticking with one platform, some of them are on Sloika, some of them are on Foundation or super uh, like you know there there's uh, no lack of platforms, so I'll, I'll tell you that, and no lack of blockchains uh, as well and so having that story uh be told on a blockchain i think is very very important um and the way i see this just kind of like this is very very brief introduction and i'll just uh let the mic back to you pam and to the other speakers but basically regardless of what you think of a blockchain what you think of nfts uh whether the market is up and down it represents something very special where you can have part of your story part of your creative journey uh, Timestamped in a way that is basically immutable. Um, and that for me is, is probably the most important aspect of a blockchain. So it's the way to tell I came into the space, you know, whenever I did 2021, 2020, 2023, uh, I did those things, I left a mark, and regardless of what happens next, there is a timestamp that anyone can go and basically trust. Uh, I think we live in a world where information is floating so fast and in so many directions that it's very hard to tell what is true and what is not. (laughs) And basically, well, it doesn't really affect artists that much just yet. But I think in, I don't know, I don't want to make predictions, but let's say in a few years' time, it's going to be even harder to discern what is real, who is the authentic artist, and who is just like stealing those JPEGs. And so having those provenance um, sitting on chain uh, and basically belonging to whatever your wallet address, your ENS, is gonna be critically important. We just don't realize it yet. Um, And so for for us to have this journey for so many artists uh, starting their journey or continue their journey with SuperRare, uh, with Montage, um, I I think, again, regardless of what's, what's going to happen with the market a few years down the road, it's going to be very, very obvious um, as to basically who are making those choices and who are sitting on the sidelines. And I applaud everyone who is in the speakers today, uh, who is launching on uh, Montage on Superair today, because you are not on the sidelines. <laughs> and was that, back to you, them? And I think it's very, very important.
1: Well, thank you so much for that framework, Ev. That's, uh, that's really great. And it's really a good thing to be focused on uh, right now. You know, it's just this idea that as artists, we're all participating in the space and time right now. That is, um, is, is really, like, like Ev said, a timestamp for um, showing that we were here when everything was, was brand new. So um yeah that's that's reason enough to to celebrate and um and be part of it and yeah we're we're going to um turn the mic over to uh some speakers here that have joined us um thank you so much i've got so many i've got a list running i don't know who got here first but i'm going to kind of um i've got a list and we'll go we'll go through it if anyone has um uh A tweet to share, get that ready. Um, And we're going to start with Andrea. Then we're going to go to Christopher and Saya and keep on going down the list. But just so you guys have a little who's on deck. (laughs) I've been going to a lot of um, open mic comedy clubs, and it's always fun to know who's on deck so you can get yourself ready and be like, okay, what am I going to do? So I am definitely not getting on stage with that, but I'm just watching carefully. Anyway, Andrea, Christopher, Saya, and then we'll keep going from there. GM, Andrea, how are
4: you doing today? Jam Jam, hi Pam, hi Ev, hi everybody here. It's nice to see everyone come together on this fine Friday. Uh, Thanks for having me up on the panel and actually I'm so happy you picked me first because I actually have a meeting in five minutes. (laughs) Oh, your timing is always good, Pam. (laughs) Um, But first of all, I just wanna say thank you to both of you uh, for selecting my work to be part of Vibe. Um, this is my second piece on montage. Uh, first one being the cinematic cyberverse with Maheen, um, which will also be exhibited on Monday at her exhibition. And I will be there in attendance. I'll be seeing you Ev on Monday. So I'm excited to see you um, and talk with you and just sit on the panel and talk about community building. It's gonna be super, super fun. Um, but back to this, you know, I'm so grateful and honored that you have picked my piece. I actually wasn't expecting it at all. <laughs> um, the piece I created, it's called Sonic Euphoria. Um, so when I saw the curation, I'm like, you know, the first thing I think of is like, when I think of vibe, it's like, I want to look at a piece and be like, wow, that's a vibe, you know? And I had to go through my portfolio, or at least like at the time, I was like, I don't think I have anything, but let me see what I create in the next while. And I want to look at it and be like, damn, that's a freaking vibe. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, most of my work, you know, if those who don't know me, my name's Andrea Crown and Palette is my alias. I've been in the NFT space for two and a half years. I also am the community leader and partnership support for JOIN. Um, Husloika is one of our amazing partners, of course, and they've been running the open calls. Um, So we're super stoked that we get to partner with both of you on the daily. Um, So when I came down to creating this piece, I wanted, of course, to have that vibe feeling. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, with my work, I'm a digital collage artist. I'm a composite artist. I use AI in my process with many other tools and resources um and i've very much uh, focused much on spirituality and astrology those are the two main themes that i hone in on because i'm very passionate about it um and even about um really tapping into the human psyche um, uh, provoking like really thought-provoking uh type work that i like to kind of focus on so you know i like i like to like play around this concept of duality i love playing with that concept actually my latest slowed out collection on join was about duality um so i wanted to explore more of what that meant to me as a as a human so you know at the, at, at the end of the day you know when we come when we think of the human mind i think a lot of us can understand that sometimes it can be a temple but also a prison um we can very much get so wound up in our own minds and it's really hard to kind of get out of that um so i wanted to show you know what it kind of looks like when we really tap into our minds or our intuition and what would that look like if you kind of synchronize it and kind of feel the vibrations of within your body mind and soul and when you kind of integrate that you're du- like your two sides of you the two the duality of this prison and temple reaching like that state of euphoria um, I was like, what would that look like visually? Um, and so that is essentially what I've made out of this. It's actually an animated piece, but just for the sake of having the logos, um, I put it as a still image, but on Super Rare, it's actually moving. You can see that the clouds leading into what looks like, um, like a void almost, that's to represent the the prison of the mind. But you can see that it's expansive um, and it's always moving. It's always like you see some comets coming through. So there's there's light and there's darkness uh, coming through in this void. So it depends on the perspective of how you kind of look at it. Um, so, um, you know, I added blues and purples for a reason. Um, I'm very much into the chakra system. Uh, for those who understand the chakra system, we always we have the third eye being the indigo blue purple represents source um so being connected to the universe uh, but also being con- in- con- interconnected with ourselves um so that the color palette was on purpose um but ultimately i wanted people to see the ripples and the vibration you can feel the vibration almost like a sonic wave that's kind of what i really wanted my audience to feel when they look at it um So it's almost this feeling of liberation, um, but also breaking free of the chains of our also of our self-made constraints that we tend to put on ourselves, especially as artists, as creators. Um, And I think we all know what artist block is, like feeling that block of not being able to creative express ourselves. Um, But I think at the end of the day, it comes down to the shadow work that we do behind the scenes to be able to connect with our shadow. Um, This is in itself is a big part of who we are. So in order for us to kind of, you know, we have to be okay with an acceptance that we're gonna be in a prison sometimes, and it's not always a scary place to be. Um, so it's that matter of like, you know, transcending our mental confines and embracing our boundless potential and looking at our duality with love in both ways and and both on both sides of it. because um, I think at the end of the day, like our minds are a realm of self-imposed limits, but also a sanctuary of limitless creativity. Um, and I think when we can really tap into both sides, we can really lead us to this like this feeling of ultimate euphoria. So that's the why I named it Sonic Euphoria. That's the background of where I came up with this piece. And again, when I looked at it later, is like, yep, that's a vibe. I think that's what I'm gonna submit <laughs> to this open call. So thanks again for letting me talk about it. I usually don't have the chance to talk my work very often, especially to this kind of profound level. Um so I really appreciate it. And I hope all of you resonate with it as well.
1: Well thanks so much Andrea and um glad that we're uh, vibing on the right
4: timing <laughs> to always get you on stage with us um
1: but yeah i really love that um that discussion of your work and um yeah when we saw it, it was it was immediately um, noted as a vibe so really glad to have you as part of this this exhibition and congrats on being part of mahim's um exhibition that she's hosting in toronto as well as your work being on cinematic cyberverse um, on montage which is what she curated also for for montage so um, I don't want to keep you too much longer, but I appreciate you so much making some time for us here. And yeah, we love uh, partnering with uh, Join, and you're making our lives a lot easier doing doing these open calls. And you're doing some really amazing things too on uh, having tools for artists to be able to present the story behind their work, as well as curators to be able to um, present their their ideas in a in
4: a really beautifully uh,
1: consumable way. So, congrats to your team on that. <laughs>
4: thank you so much I know I do have listeners of time but I do want to say to all of the artists that are part of this a huge congratulations I've been able to look at number of it over the in the morning you know before the space and I feel the vibe y'all like very different, unique vibes. And I'm very proud, honored to be among so many of you talented folks. Um, And uh, again, like what you Pam and what you ever doing for the community, I just want to make sure that you're recognized because this is a lot of work. This is not, you know, this is a one, not a five minute job. Like this is (laughs) hours and hours and hours of contribution that you're providing to the community. And I just want to say thank you so much for everything you're doing and allowing me to be part of it and to work with both of you and not only at, from from an artist standpoint, but also as a partner. Um, it's really awesome that we all kind of vibe in a way that, you know, we all, we're all here for the same reasons. We all want to support one another. And we our visions, our values are aligned. So it's amazing. So thank you so much again to both of you for bringing us together in this space, for all the spaces you run, kind of bringing us all of us together and feeling that unity, because I think that's one of the biggest reasons why I'm still here and I just feel very much connected on a much more profound level. So thank you again to both of you.
1: Well, thank you and thanks so much for uh, all your work in the community as well. Um, let's keep moving on. Um, speaking of Maheen, as we just mentioned, um, there's gonna be a follow-up space uh, when we're concluding this space. Um, we're all gonna go pop over to Maheen's account and um, hear the update um, on her uh, Toronto exhibition, which happens on Monday. Tickets are available, so look for Maheen Blues and um, follow her. Get some links to those tickets, and um, Ev and I are both going to be joining her on that space to, he- to hear more about what's happening there, because it's been um, a real exciting week uh, getting ready for that. So, um, yeah, I mentioned that Christopher would be next. So we're going to go Christopher, Saya, and then Peng. Um, GM Christopher, how are you doing today?
5: GM, Pam, very good. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. What an honor. Thank you, Ev and Pam. And it's just wonderful to be a part of this whole group. It's, um, you know, I've really, I've, I've wanted to be, have my work on super rare, I think for maybe two, two and a half years now. And so it's just wonderful to have this opportunity and And then all the other stuff, like the the thing in Rome, which I haven't really seen too many photos of, but like, that's incredible. And then like the, you know, the Times Square thing, it's like, wow, we're checking off some serious uh, boxes here when it comes to (laughs) dreams and stuff. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for for the opportunity. (laughs) And and, for uh, sure, for sure. Yeah, promoting our work like... um, Really, like no one else that I see in the space, like nobody's really doing it quite like you guys. So, yeah, feeling super honored and blessed to be here. And that's
1: uh, really cool. I want to hear yeah. about your 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 art here. Um, and just a quick update on uh, on the Rome. Um, we are getting photos ready. We, we got some photos from the gallery, so I'm going to be sending those out. I was trying to focus on this launch today, and I'll I'll work on that this afternoon, getting those out to everyone. And of course, the Times Square um, promotion that we're doing, we're in the process of building those assets. So um, we'll be able to make some announcements about timing on that a little bit later. Um, but yeah, it's it's forthcoming. And um, there was a, a portion of the of the Vibe open call um, where there were some artists identified for uh, a Rome and Times Square deal. Um, all of them are also part of Montage as part of that. and grouped in with the 100, um, uh, folks that were onboarding to Montage, um, as of today. <laughs> Some of them were already here, like Andrea mentioned, um, she was part of another, um, exhibition on Montage, but we're, we're moving along, um, getting, getting so many new artists with us. So, um, and I know Chris, you and I have had a chance to, um, to do a podcast together, and I really enjoyed that so much. Um, we got into so many of the, uh, the personal aspects of your photography you know connecting nature and humanity and even technology so i feel like all of those things and those themes kind of came together in in this this work that you're um that you're have now on montage
5: yeah thank you yeah well this this piece is special to me in in more than one way i guess um You know, when I, when I first discovered NFTs, you know, early 21, I, I just, I immediately saw the, you know, the value of the blockchain and, and minting the work, like I've said, really putting a timestamp on the work because I've, I've been, you know, an artist photographer now for like 23 years. And so, um, and honestly, I always kind of, you know, I had work in galleries and stuff like that, and I, I found it hard to really just keep track of honestly, like editions, like print editions and stuff over the years. And so, when I heard of the blockchain, I was like immediately, "Wow! Like this is this is something that's going to be just so valuable for artists and the you know the provenance and all that." So, for me, I've been yeah using the using this as an opportunity to to mint, um, you know, not just recent work, but but really actually going back, you know, and minting work from the past so this piece is actually a a photograph um that i created in 2008 and um it really was a homage to my earlier years because like as a teenager i was this like i was like this well i was actually like this farm kid who was obsessed with skateboarding? So I was like, I'd like get, get on the school bus with my skateboard, and it was like, and um, and that was like a b- big part of my life from basically when I was like twelve till I guess nineteen. And when I moved to Vancouver, there's a bunch of skate parks here. This this one here is the the Sealin Skate Park or the Sealand Bowls, and it's actually you know it came to my attention like I don't know actually you know around the time when I was creating this photograph that it was actually one of the first skate parks in in North America I think it's maybe I think like yeah maybe even this second second like earliest skate park so it was built in 1978 and I don't know like most of my work I was just actually exploring one night I I decided to go there it was like once I was there I I, I just I had my flash I, I made a decision to do this I kind of rode around the the scene and flashing my flash. And this was I was doing a lot of night photography, a lot of long exposures. And this was really the first time that I entered the frame and then used my flash to create these spheres of light, which, um, you know, I've I've used throughout work kind of since then. And um, this. this And then, you know, so I often work intuitively and then then the picture kind of, you know, I kind of evaluate the picture and then really realize like what it is that it was what it was the story that it's telling me and speaking to me and I think it yeah it was definitely a homage to my to my earlier years of of skateboarding and how it sort of just allowed me you know before my camera that's how I what I used to explore cities you know I'd find myself in weird parts of cities you know with my skateboard now now it's the camera that that draws me to to different places but um and then these lights, you know, these lights, which are kind of these mysterious lights, they, 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 to me, they spoke of like, you know, yeah, kind of like the spirits of, of past skateboarders, you know, because this is, you know, this, that skate park was from essentially like three generations of skateboarders, you know, prior to, to me in the sort of late 90s. So, um, yeah, kind of a homage to to my youth and, and all the skateboarders basically before me. So, yeah, that's the that's the story and and uh yeah, it's it's um just so wonderful to have it here as as my genesis piece on on super rare. So thank you. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for sharing about it. Um and I I love how like this was the early the early genesis of you um appearing in your photographs as orbs of light. <laughs> you know, and like embodying like these these kind of other other beings um as uh, it, that appear in your shots i know there you have a um a series now on sloika as well that sort of uses that same technique but it's so cool to have you know this genesis work on super rare be kind of like where that all started so really cool i love seeing the connection and um if you haven't checked it out yet definitely um listen to the podcast that that i recorded with christopher uh i we had a really great time talking and um we shared we shared a common um origin story in that our first photographs we ever remember taking were in South Dakota.
5: <laughs> yeah, South Dakota.
1: Nuts. Okay. Magical. Yeah, who would have known? Well, we both ended up pretty good after that. So um thanks so much for sharing about your work. And we're gonna keep passing the mic around. We're going to go to Saya, Peng, Erica, and then Miss Mojo. So that's the lineup. Let's go to Saya next. Hi, good morning.
6: Hi, good morning, Pam. Good morning, Ev. I see a whole bunch of friends down and the listeners. I am totally humbled and blessed to be here. Uh, Wow. I mean, the day I found out (laughs) that I was going to be on Super, I was literally squealing and jumping, and uh, my parents were like, something's wrong with her. (laughs) But um, yeah, I think um, two and a half years in almost, yeah, almost two and a half years in this space. And, um, you know, you uh, do what you need to do to kind of keep that little inner child alive by, you know, creating art every day. Uh, just kept me here. And, you know, uh, one more thing off my vision board, I guess, now that, you know, this is accomplished. <laughs> but um, about the piece, I guess the one of the pieces, I think, um, why I chose to represent that and uh, why it was a vibe for me, because I feel, human rights and civil rights are always going to be alive because I think anything that we can help to create awareness. And I think this particular piece um, especially uh, spoke to me because this is taken in downtown Baltimore in Fells Point. Um, and uh, I remember this is during the 2019 to 2021 era where we were having a lot of riots because uh, Freddie Gray, you know, who was Lynch, sort of, and, you know, like uh, George Floyd killed and Breonna Taylor. There's so many, so many uh, Black Americans, uh, African Americans who were uh, killed during that time. Uh, Just, you know, again, it it speaks to the uh, sort of like human rights and police brutality, right? The thing that stopped me dead in my tracks, I I was driving, actually. And uh, the thing that caught me were the words, I can't fucking breathe. Uh, That was a very familiar feeling, because I was going through a divorce at that time, and um, I know exactly how that felt when you can't breathe, um, of being in an abusive marriage for 20 years and trying to break free. Uh, I remember filing for a divorce, and um, I think this this piece spoke to me about freedom, not, not just for myself. Um, but for a lot of a lot of women, I think I'm from an Asian community, so divorce is very like taboo. Uh, it's not it's not very open yet. People don't talk about it yet. And I think when you're a married woman with two kids, people look at you kind of awkward. But I think I was in it for so long because I wanted to save face for my family, for my, you know, just my kids. And those words just they just stopped me dead in my tracks. And I had to get out, take a picture. Uh, maybe if it was just for strength or courage. I don't know, but um, this was taken around 2020, if I'm not mistaken. 2020, like early 2021s. I remember. This was right after the um, the riots and um, during the COVID time. You know, where I was just driving around because it was so insane to stay in the house and have arguments the whole time. And uh, I remember doing that. So. This piece was for that. Other thing is that I remember that I was able, so when when I compare myself to the piece in front of me, like that actual photo, I thought about it that, you know, I had a way out. I had a way out where I could apply for divorce, and I'll be rid of whatever's that's holding me back. But what about these folks? Like there are names on that wall that spoke to me. Who do they go to divorce to get answers? Who do they ask? For justice, um, and I think that was the piece. Like, where do where do they go? Like, where do we go to divorce this injustice? Where do we go to ask for? You know, how can this get better? So this piece speaks to me on a very deep level. Uh, many people, I think, when they'll read this, and I think a lot of my peers when they've seen this piece, said the same thing that it speaks volumes in terms of like how what 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 the anger, the anguish, and just just the frustration of not finding a solution, uh, this piece creates. So yeah, that's pretty much my piece. It's called, let me breathe.
1: I see, um, some of that duality, like you, uh, like Andrea was talking about earlier about this, like freedom to some degree, but then also this sort of prison and, um, and the fact that you took a self-reflection perspective when, when reviewing this photo later, I mean, I feel like that is just, that's what makes it art. So (laughs) I, um, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful shot. It's, uh, it's like a beautiful, um, gritty and like in your face image. Um, uh, but the backstory that, that, uh, goes with it just really elevates that. And yeah, definitely a vibe. You definitely caught the, the spirit of, um, of, you know, like, um, a multitude of feelings from met several different perspectives. So, um, really nice. It's really great to to meet you and to have you as as part of the montage community. Um, congratulations for getting onto the super rare. I hope your family's okay. <laughs> they understand. Oh,
6: they're they're fine, like but. It. I don't think they understand the depth of it yet because I don't think many people understand what Web3 is doing. It's revolutionizing things for artists, right? So I don't think they get it yet, but they're here. They're listening to me speak to you guys right now because they know how important this is for me. Um, So yeah, I'm kind of super stoked about this. And yes, you're right. Truth is very ugly. And um, sometimes that's the only way to bring it out. Mm
1: -hmm. We're so lucky to have art to to be that method of, for, for us to communicate and express, um, you know, where we are and, uh, and what we imagine could be. So um, really, really awesome, Saya. Thank you so much for, for sharing with us about that. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and keep passing the mic around. Um, we're gonna go pin Erica, Miss Mojo and edge stretching. Um, that's the next lineup. And um, so far, we've got enough room on our stage. um, But if there are more speakers that would like to come up, don't be shy. Please come on up. And we would love to hear um, some background about the work that you have a montage. And um, we'll make room for you on stage. um, So don't be frightened. Come on up. Um, Let's go to Peng next. Good morning.
7: Good morning or good afternoon or good evening, depending on where everybody's at. First off, thank you, um, everybody at Slicka and Montage for the opportunity. Super Rare is one of those things where when you get into the space, this is like, it's like the epitome. It's like, it's like the equivalent of having your physical work, you you know, in the lure or something. And um, with with the requirements to get on Super Rare, I think very few of us, we kind of... I know for me, I felt overwhelmed. I've never actually made the video or went through the application process because there's just so much talent on there. And then you look at some of the people that didn't get on there and you're like, wow, if they didn't make it, do I even have a chance? And, um, and I think that that holds a lot of us back in the space, but, uh, um, but I absolutely, uh, appreciate the opportunity, um. And uh, man, listening to everybody's stories. So uh, you know, I started off in the space um, as a collector. I've been making art for 25 years, but I started off in the space uh, doing crypto, and um, I was doing the crypto bro thing back in 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, and then 2021. I got into NFTs, and I I started off just just collecting and supporting artists because there's so much untapped talent in this space. It is absolutely astounding. Um, and then uh, going through the the list for the montage space, uh, going through all the works on super rare. Um, it, this is a crazy group to be a part of, and uh, yeah, I'm absolutely stoked about it. Um, but um, let's see. So my piece, um, my vibe for my piece, um, waiting on the wind to blow is um, that's kind of my vibe right now. Um, I'm just kind of waiting on the wind to blow. I'm just biding my time. Um, but I also wanted to keep the peace. Um, you know, I wanted to keep it laid back and kind of subdued, like, you know, I'm just patiently waiting, but there's also a lot of craziness because, you know, there's lots of things hanging. And even though the space is slower and the markets are down, um, I feel like this is the busiest I've ever been, uh, both, um, in real life doing physical art and in this space, I feel like this is the, Busiest I've ever been. There's so many opportunities for artists right now if you're out there and taking advantage of things. And um, you know, I feel like my my whole calendar's full right now, and I'm trying real hard to juggle things and not m- miss you know spaces and deadlines. And um, and it, it's sometimes it's a little bit overwhelming, which was um, you know one of the things I wanted to uh, originally. The piece was completely black and white, and then. Um, i added just some subtle color to it because um that's that's kind of that's kind of how i feel right now i have like a there's this like subtle urgency in the background for everything right now because everything in this space moves so super fast and um and but yeah and uh, you know i'm hoping i summed up the whole feeling in the um the piece. I got a couple of um, DMs after sharing it on Twitter and um, a couple of people kind of hit the nail on the head with what they were guessing I was doing with the piece. So uh, uh, yeah, but super excited and thank you Pam and Ev and everybody that's involved with uh, Montage and Sloika. Um, you guys are doing an awesome service to the community. Um, with with so many rugs and scams and fake things going on, um, it's nice to know that there are a few groups that are actually doing things in favor of artists that are actually here to, you, you know, because the potential of this place, like like Sia was saying, um, I, I we've just barely tapped the surface of what the blockchain has to offer, it gives people who have never had an opportunity or, or n- never had a voice, which is kind of like art as a whole. Um, it, it gives them a voice and a place mm-hmm. to to take that voice and let it be heard.
1: Wow, you are singing! <laughs> you are singing our song. We love that. We love hearing that. And yeah, um, since since the start. Um, I think Slick has always been focused on what is the best for the artist. And even um, you know at the very outset, Ev and I, uh, when we first started doing Spaces back in late 2021, um, you know, we were trying to bring out the idea that um, it's really important for artists to have a sovereign contract, a smart contract that puts tokens into their wallet so that they have control over those tokens. And that's where siika was at the very beginning and it's where we are still um, I feel like that's the most important thing for um, artists to have you know c- control over those tokens and and really control over their journey and the and the provenance of the work so um it's it's not looped under a big umbrella contract of any kind it's um, it's a sovereign smart contract custom smart sovereign contract that goes directly into your wallet so um photographers on solica um are all enjoying that um that aspect of being on the blockchain and um yeah we're we're always pushing for for ways that um that we can help make um a path for to success for artists so um really love your piece and i i i am am glad that you were getting some dms about this work um i can i can just only imagine what they're saying but the vibe i'm getting from it is like you're very prepared. You're ready. You know, all all systems go. Um, just just waiting to hit. You know, final countdown of like let's launch. So um, I get that that sense of waiting and that sense of um, anticipation and readiness and um, a, a peaceful urgency, I guess, or something. <laughs> I'm not sure. Those are just off off my the top of my head. The vibe I'm getting from the work. But congratulations for for being on Super Rare. We're really happy to have you in the Montage community. And um, yeah, it's, I, I look forward to, to hearing more from you in the future. Well,
7: thank you, thank you very much. And to all the other artists, I know everybody's kind of feeling a little overwhelmed. I'm in a couple of DMs groups with some artists from the things. And um, especially when you're looking at everybody else's art and there's so much talent, don't underestimate yourself. Um, if, if you're in the group, you're in there for a reason
1: that's the truth for sure. <laughs> I love I love Sandy Toe's um story about um her friend being in Harvard and it's like, yep, you're you're here, you've been selected. Um, we're very happy that you're here and we're going to try to make um things go well and I'll open up opportunities for for you to find your way. So, um just show up and be here. That's what we ask for. Um thank you so much, Peng, for sharing um with us about your work we're going to keep moving on we're going to go to erica miss mojo edge stretching and then rob dawkin so erica are you able to talk with us about your work good morning
8: good
9: morning yes i am yeah thank you so much evan pam um uh i'm just so grateful this is amazing it's it's an honor to be a part of this like a super super rare drop like so many other people you know i've been around for two and a half years and um never applied yet because (laughs) personal reasons and just kind of not dropping much so this was really a surprise and and just and just wonderful so i'm really really grateful um and just wanted to give huge congratulations to all the beautiful artists here today i know and love so many um of you guys and um yeah I, i i really resonated with you know just like um, there's so many artists that didn't make it that I looked at. I was like, this is, <laughs> it's, that's intense too. Cause it's just, um, you really realize um, just how much beautiful talent and, and um, sort of love that all the artists here bring. And um, so I should mention too, a side note, I'm a little under the weather, so <laughs> I might sound a little funny, but, um, but yeah, I just want to say, you know, um, on a personal level, you know, this particular piece, it was so, uh, I think it was Sandy said a, a perfect word auspicious too because it was like it's such a meaning I think it's the most meaningful um, personal piece I've ever made you know having made art for since I was five and pretty much every medium I could get my hands on um, and yeah it and you know it just um, I'll explain a little more I guess but yeah basically um, it that was just kind of amazing because it couldn't have been the, the more perfect piece because it really was my it really was like huge part of my soul that went into went into this but um i guess i should pin it up above i just realized here
1: um i just i just or did pinned you, it yeah oh, i think you. your, your um, okay yeah
9: okay thank if you yeah. Right yeah okay um yeah there you go um yeah and i mean this process for me was like you know it wasn't until last year like i said after working in so many different mediums that like you know so many other artists here i fell in deeply in love with the process of collaborating with ai tools so um, you know, as a photographer and cinematographer, primarily um, my obsession, because <laughs> it's so addictive and so amazing, um, pretty quickly became post photography. So, you know, after spending a year experimenting with a bunch of different um, AI tools and kind of fine tuning my workflow and throwing a lot out, you know, just so that it actually synced with my lens based photography, um, that was just such a fun process in and of itself, just to be able to um, you know, bring to life such specific ideas. Um, you know, it was just very moving to kind of like for the first time after working in so many different field, you know, kind of mediums, um, that, that, um, AI finally, I was able to bring out some, some works that have been like in my mind's eye for over a decade in some cases. So, um, this kind of piece has been in my consciousness since actually, like, I remember the moment at Burning Man actually, (laughs) but, um, but yeah, so, you know, like San- like you, Sandy, um, you know, this piece is, it should be all celebratory, but it also is about the hardest, one of the hardest moments in my life, um, but also some of the most precious, you know, years of my life. And um, the story goes, um, as some of you already know, I'm taking care of my father after he almost died in my arms two and a half years ago. Um, and he still has, you know, three tubes coming out of him and is nearly bed bound, um, but and it so that sounds really sad and negative but somehow like because he's the strongest kindest person i've ever known he is like all good he's <laughs> just incredible somehow he still cracks the best jokes ever and and says he's not suffering he was shocked when I said, "Oh, Dad, I just feel like you're suffering." He's like, "No, what?" He was shocked, and just, he's so strong. He's to bench four twenty-five, by the way. <laughs> but he he wants to be here, and he's just and he's just so graceful and and grateful. So this is just I can't kind of describe how meaningful. But um, but I guess I could say that you know I I got to thanks to you guys, I got to tell my father that the artwork I made about our precious two and a half year journey together you know, will be, I kind of explained Super Rare and that it would be my genesis on Super Rare. And, or I don't know if you call it that, but I'll be part of Super Rare and exhibiting in Rome and Times Square. And he just lit up and I just, I can't tell you how precious um, that moment was. And, and, you know, it just, you really made the, you also made my journey easier, um, you know, by honoring sort of this ritual um, that this piece is for me. And yeah, so that's kind of the personal side. And I would say, um, you know, from a broader perspective, the piece is a statement about death um, and about the beauty and importance in my eyes of mourning um, with our eyes wide open Um, and the power of mourning, maybe even before our loved one departs. Um, You know, and I just feel like um, I'm kind of a very spiritual um, person quite interested in, you know, a lot of, um, psychological and, and, um, I appreciate someone brought up the chakras today. That's like a huge part of how I organize my life and learn about my, myself and, and my shadows or my, you know, sort of strengths and, and what, how to balance myself every day. And, um, yeah, so I just, um, I feel like in the US, I've heard so many heartbreaking stories from people regretting sort of like running from death um, and and distracting themselves or kind of, um, you know, maybe rarely attempting to really just face their fears head on about what death is. And and I I think at the end of the day, I'm just a huge fan of tears. Um, I think they're extremely healing and I think they're here um, to help us and to help us move through things. And, um, you know, I'm a fan of, listening to the shivers of fear on our skin. Um, and that's kind of, um, visually why you see those scales in the piece. Um, and you know, I guess almost strangely, I guess I believe, I truly believe in the possibility of a joyful death. Um, and I hope people don't take that a weird way because I, I, you know, it's obviously, um, mourning is, is huge. And, um, so I don't mean to lighten it, but it's, but I can say that I, I was really afraid of losing, you know, just like probably most of us, uh, my loved ones. Um, and so but it was fascinating what happened when my grandma passed um, because I was really, really close with her. And she's my fa- my father's mother um, and had a lot of the same strength and humor and uh, just magic to her. And um, she, um, you know, when she was going and I spent those fa- uh, final days with her, just staying awake as much as I could. and. Holding her hand and smoothing her hair back and putting, you know, lip balm on her lips and things like that. It's just those precious moments. Um, I was shocked because though when she when she did depart, I mean, I I was I wasn't I wasn't sad, and that was shocking. It was like um, I could only kind of call it a spiritual experience, um, actually, because I mean, this is me trying to rationalize it, and probably it's hard to do that. But she knew herself so well and loved um all aspects of life so much that she was truly at peace and i think that her maybe her joyful peace became my peace as i honored her experience and um uh another way of putting it is that maybe for once it just wasn't at all about me and i i i it just happened to me it's not like i was doing this um consciously but the ritual was about her you know and it was almost as though um, she experienced, as she experienced her physical death, I experienced some kind of ego death and, um, we both celebrated, I felt like more than anything that it was her time to go and that that's beautiful. And that she had a beautiful, um, she was lucky, uh, um, to have such a, such a full rich life with, you know, um, <laughs> her, her, her parting, um, her sort of funeral and everything was like actually a party because <laughs> she wanted that. So we were dancing to like when the saints come marching in, but I don't want to, I don't want to digress, but, but, you know, I think that we both knew how much she loved life and and that this was just part of it and that we were so lucky to be there in, in those moments together. So that's kind of like what I'm um, and there's death doulas um, and all these kind of uh, resources that we have that, you know, there's people that help you bring um, life in and there's people that help you bring life out. And this is just something that was so important to me that I wanted to share it, um, with others. And also this piece helped me just, you know, kind of like exist, <laughs> kind of walk through what I've been going through, um, a lot more easily. So, yeah, I just, um, trying to think what else I should share, but basically I, you know, I made the piece in mid journey and stable diffusion and the animation is, um, was layered in Photoshop and then in After Effects and, um, yeah, but more than anything, just, I'm so honored to be here and thank you so much for having me.
1: Mm. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that really beautiful story, very emotional story surrounding this piece. Um, I feel like, I feel so special that, uh, we're with you here in the space and time to hear that story. Um, because it's such a beautiful piece just standing on its own, um, but to know the layers of uh, of personal story that went into it uh, just make it all that much more impactful. Um, I love the very subtle animation um, that that you see in the piece. It's it, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, I was going to ask you about um, the, the sim- symbolism of the colors, that um, especially like the 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 earring studs that we see. I see a missing earring stud. I see all these like symbols that probably have a lot of deep meaning. We could probably have a whole space just in <laughs> one piece, but can you, can you give us a little bit of um, insight into those selections?
9: Oh yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, the palette is very much, I think a lot of it, you know, I used to make a lot of, darker works with heavier shadows. And I didn't really know why (laughs) I just, one day I was kind of woke up and went like, why is my work so heavy and dark? And that's not what I want to bring to the world. And I started to kind of experiment like with what would happen if I lighten things up and lighten shadows and, um, and bring in like specific bright highlights and things like that, or, you know, in this piece it's backlit. Um, but I, overall, the palette's really important to me because it kind of like, if you just look at the palette, it feels happy and light. And, um, and that's kind of what I was speaking to with like, um, that death can be joyful and, and, and it's joyful because it's so precious and real and because it's, um, sorry, this is my, this is my sickness. <laughs> coming in. But it's, um, I guess what it is, is I was trying to strike that balance between it being Kind of dark and sad, like the mouth has got a lot of darkness, like there's a lot going on inside of of the character um and the and the sort of blackened eyes are because like I'm totally exhausted right now I mean I've been doing this for two and a half years uh daily, and you know I'm just every couple of weeks I have to do like a twelve or twenty hour twenty four hour shift you know just making sure my dad's safe or going to the emergency room and yeah it's just it's exhausting, but also within that you just it's this wonderful ritual and practice of kind of waking up and being, or kind of right before you go to bed, being like, okay, this was really hard day, but you know what you wake up and then you have that ability to kind of like restart. And, and yeah. And then I would say the, the spikes were kind of what I mentioned about like that fear that you have sometimes, um, and how it prickles on your skin. And I kind of want to show that in a more tangible, um, permanent way. And then the, um, those are also reflected in the horns. And then the horns, um, are kind of a motif that I've kind of played with forever and ever. And, um, essentially I used to be an anthropologist. So cross-culturally horns, um, represent, um, uh, like a spiritual conduit. Um, and then there's a lot of sort of symbolism around, like a lot of cultures believe that deer and elk and any kind of horned creatures, um, um, basically have sort of that spirit realm presence um and they tend to be very peaceful so that's what those represent as well but yeah thank you so much for asking
1: well thank you so much for sharing oh my gosh it's really a beautiful piece
9: thank you so much Pam
1: well um I I I hope that you find um the energy as it seems like you have an, an endless well of energy to to continue um being there for your father and um yeah it's a it's a it's a beautiful journey that you're on and thank you so much for letting us understand a little bit about it. It's I, I really love the way you talk about it. And um I think a lot of us have gotten some really, really great inspiration from it. So thank you, Erica. Thanks again. Okay. We are going to keep passing the mic around. Um for anyone who's joined us, we're we're here um Talking about um, the art that's being released onto Montage um, as part of the Vibe Open Call, it was—it's basically the the biggest um, group of artists that we are onboarding. Um, we selected a hundred winners from our Vibe Open Call, and um, yeah, the uh, the process of getting a hundred new artists <laughs> onto onto Montage is really amazing, and uh, it's allowing us to meet so many great artists. See some amazing art, and um, yeah, just get everyone through that onboarding process. Of course, some of the winners were already on Montage, and we were able to take a new look at their work and just uh, give give a uh, a huge um, thumbs up and say yes, please be part of Vibe as well. Um, so any of the artists that are on Montage, by the way, and we've said said this in all of our chat rooms as well, but um, once you're in Montage, you're in, and you are welcome to mint as much work as you wish to on the uh, Montage. And so, um, this is just kind of um, the formality of of um, saying, you know, we appreciate your art. We know that you're going to have a really great journey, and we're going to be really happy to present the high quality work that you want to mint on to Montage. So, um, I'm just putting that out there because I know um, when it's new to you, it's it's you know you don't necessarily know what the roadmap is (laughs) and all of that and um we are always learning along the way as well as to how we can make it easier for artists to understand the process of getting onto montage and we're working with super rare um as much as possible to um, um put our requests in about like what we feel like could make it easier for both us as far as handling the back end of things and the artists for getting onboarded so um we, you know, it's a journey, and we're really happy that you're all with us on this journey. Um, we're going to keep going through the uh, a, a list of artists that we've got as speakers here. We're going to go to Miss Mojo next, then Edge Stretching, Rob Dawkins, Nevzat, and then Neo Sutras, who's just recently joined us. So, um, yeah, Miss Mojo. Good morning.
10: Good morning. Good night. Hello, everyone. Good um, evening.
1: Good evening. Yes.
10: I'm very. Honored to be here today and to uh, speak to everyone. I'm so moved by uh, everybody's personal story behind their their art, and that's actually something I really celebrate about art is that way to explore ourselves and just show ourselves to to the world about uh, through our art. And um, the piece I presented to the vibe. Um, open call is called release and um some of you uh, know me that um all i create is really personal and it it might not uh, come through the text i write but um the text i write is is very uh, metaphorical and i i like to um put a lot of analogies into what i what i present visually and uh, it's always um linked to very personal and uh, like empowering and growth uh, themes and also that um light and dark and um, those uh those themes about um embracing ourselves in all the the facets <laughs> so um my my piece is um is a bit complex because there are a lot of dimensions into it and About my background is um, I've been an artist for all my life, but I've worked as a mixed media artist before coming to this space and discovering AI. Um, I also worked with uh, post photography as a medium. Um, I've been working as an art director and graphic designer for almost 20 years. And working with AI reminds me a lot of my background as a as i used to like create uh, campaigns and um prepare for photo shoots and drive the inspiration behind that and like prepare all the angles and it it really is similar to working with ai so it reminds me a lot of that uh, about my my actual work so um that uh, I had to stop because in 2018 I had a, a head trauma, uh, the one of too many that actually changed my life. Um, it brought uh, too much of neurological impact and I had to stop uh, working as a, a creative director at the time. Today I, I work freelance but um, at the time it had a really huge impact on my life. My My kid was really young too so it was it was a rough time but uh through the through the hardship of life i found that uh, self-empowerment is really powerful and that self-compassion self-compassion is kind of something you you had to um show up for yourself because nobody is actually going to show up for yourself like you are and that piece represents um many parts of it um in a way that uh, the flowers, there are some that are encapsulated in uh, like bubbles or (laughs) they are kind of like plastic bubbles. And some of them are liberated and some of them are encapsulated into it. Um, The ones that are liberated are are free from the pressure of society. But also I wanted to represent that it's possible to bloom even if you are kind of feeling trapped from uh, the pressure of society. And that is true creative expression. You can you can bloom and just express yourself even if you might feel trapped from a societal context and, and from a, a hard situation. Um, I found myself uh, liberating myself after this this hard event um actually i couldn't i couldn't put up with the bs anymore <laughs> it was it was hard uh i couldn't um restrain and um i just i just had to go for it i just had to go for my dreams um i could not restrain anymore so i had to show up actually for myself and that's something i something i want to say for for everybody out there that is um not listening to their inner voice their intuition um you have to give yourself permission to to dream you have to give yourself permission to be vulnerable um the world we live in is is hard enough (laughs) not to be hard on yourself so um the release is release from society, but also release from the shackles you put on yourself so that that's what it's about.
1: Wow, I'm getting so much inspiration from all these discussions today that's That's really a, a beautiful meaning behind the piece and a, a great message that a lot of us um, I think can really take the heart and um, yeah it's I, I get a very um uplifted experience, uh, an emotion looking at this, but also um, you know, a, a clear um, question, I guess, in my mind, like what what are we leaving behind? and like how can we uh, unshackle ourselves? So really beautifully done. Um, i'm so I'm so glad to have your art as part of montage. I think you've got some other pieces with us too, and we really are um, really love to uh, to present your work. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, let's go on. We're going to talk with um, Edge Stretching, Rob Dawkins, Nevsat, and then Neo um, Edge Stretching, hi, welcome. Wait, do we have them?
6: Oh, did we lose them? Where well, is Edge Stretching. We might have uh, uh, lost Yeah, I saw something in the
3: that, that I okay. think uh, we, uh, people didn't expect that the space could be so long so many stories I don't think we ever had so many personal stories uh, which make art feel uh, different actually and that's what I really appreciate as well
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm really enjoying the conversation. Maybe I'm just going on too long. We are, we do have a kind of a hard stop because Ev and I are both going to be joining Maheen on a space, but if anyone is just vibing on spaces today, um, you know, Fridays are good for that. Um, I know a lot of times, um, you can, you can kind of have the space on and just, uh, hear and just feel the inspiration soaking through while you're doing other things. So we're totally happy to, um, to be uh, providing that too, if that's if that's what's going on. We love that. Um, so yeah, we'll hear from Ed Stretching another time. Um, we've got some of her work also on uh, Sloika as well. Um, it's just really exciting to welcome her to Montage. Um, but Rob Dawkins, um, we, I, we've we talked in the past before about some of your other work. This is some really new work that you've got here on Montage. Good morning.
8: Hi, good morning, good evening. Um, yeah, I, um, I spoke to, and Ev, the other day, actually, in um, the strange history space that we was in. Um, first, I'd like to say thank you for selecting me and thank you for all your hard work that you put into this. Um, like everyone else has said, the um, stuff that Slyka does is really, uh, the way they push artists and help you once you've been chosen for things, is it's not like any anywhere else. Uh, in this space i don't think um i am uh i started in nfts about two and a half three years ago and i actually joined as because i'm a photographer uh and that's what i was minting first of all and when i was waiting for sales which took a long time to come i started playing around with um sort of digital art as well um with photos and uh, things that I, I wouldn't really mint or you know when you're in photography you go out and you take I don't know hundreds of photos and then you end up using about I don't know five of them that are actually any good um, so yeah I'll try and use my uh, the, the photos that weren't so good and try and make something that was sort of nice to look at and then from that I kind of got into AI um, and I've really really got into AI now. Uh I try and combine it with uh, my photos as much as I can. Um and the the piece that I submitted and that you chose was is uh actually inspired by um uh, my grandparents um this, I mean, if you look at the piece, they're, they're kind of like on a, a futuristic planet, Mars. I don't, as far as I know, I don't think they ever went to Mars. But um, it's kind of the way they're side by side, hand, hand in hand. Um, the guy's kind of saying to the woman, oh, come watch the end of the world with me. It's kind of like the, the spirit and the um, attitude that the, uh, the people from that era especially in England, had um, like kind of a very sort of uh, laid-back, upper um, approach to, you know, the world in, come and stand by my side and watch it, as long as we're together. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of as much as the story goes into my piece. Uh, it's not as deep or as meaningful as some of the others that have uh spoken before me. Um it's just sort of a um a tribute to my um my nan and granddad. So that, that's it really.
1: Well it's I it's a beautiful work. Um I I enjoyed when I came across it in the open call, I just really enjoyed the the whole vibe of it, I guess. <laughs> to um Call out the the actual curation, um, but the I love that sweetness of of the couple sort of standing there. It's like, well, you know, we're we're gonna go through this together, and uh, yeah, they they feel a little bit like they maybe can't affect it, so they'll just kind of go with the flow. Um, given how massive it seems, um, what they're watching is happening. <laughs> um, so. Are are any of the parts of this actually from photos of yours, or are they like AI interpretation of some of your actual photos?
8: Uh, No, just AI interpretations on this part uh, of the actual photos. Um, When when I make the AI, I try not to use solely um, prompts. I try and use my photos, or um, if I go into Photoshop first and kind of like sketch out a rough um, shapes and like dark areas, light areas, where I, I kind of plan, I want things to go and then you know, upload it and then use that as part of the prompt to try and get
3: a more, um, the composition that I've got in my mind.
1: Is it, um, is it hard to use the a uh, ticket, a video out of AI? I guess I don't, you know, in just brief, <laughs> brief terms, um, I've only been sort of dabbling just so i can kind of understand what goes into um ai art generation but when it comes to video that seems to be a whole other, a whole nother uh, realm has has it been a uh an enjoy do you like to work with that kind of technology is it enjoyable or is it
8: it's enjoyable yeah but at the same time <laughs> it can be very frustrating because um like you you've got it in your mind of how you want it to look and then it's like the computer doesn't listen to you sometimes. It's just... Uh... But um, Runway is just uh, an amazing tool. Um, there's some others that I've tried, but I haven't found anything that works as well as Runway. Uh, I know lots of people use uh, Pica, Pica um, but for me, um, Runway is the one that listens to me the most. The others don't listen to what I say. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I am not very
8: good at describing things.
1: <laughs> well, um you have obviously given uh given runway some good directions because I, I the piece that is here is uh is really wonderful and really enjoyable to watch um even in sort of like like you know not a sort of horror movie but like um what do they call it a disaster movie <laughs> way. Um, <laughs> I think I think I have no hope for uh, for using AI because me and Siri don't even get along <laughs> on my phone. I yeah, we've had a, a years long battle um for not understanding each other. So I think I'm gonna have to stick with photography myself, but I'm really so um I'm always so charmed by the the um the work that can be generated by artists like yourself who have the patience and perseverance to to get what you want out of the, the AI. Thank you. Either. Thank you, Pam. Yeah. Thank you. Ace. Yeah, for sure. Thanks so, so much, Rob, for joining us. Um, we are going to go through a couple more speakers. The um, next we have up, let's see, I wonder. Yes, we have Nefzat. Um I hope I'm saying that right. And uh, welcome. It's great to have you here.
11: Welcome. Thank you so much. This is the lovely space to be here. And you also bring each of us to support each other and uh, this is a really great opportunity for artists and web 3 uh, this is lovely uh, thank you so much for all efforts i am really uh, excited to be part of uh, montage and spire and this is uh, i think this would be great for each of us i am uh, I am a photographer based on Turkey in Istanbul, and I have been taking photographs for 15 years. I have also photos in Boston Fine Art Museum collection in US. And by the time, I would love to share my uh, works. And this is the when I was a student at a university in, in 2009 and I took these photos uh, in the coal uh, workers and then this uh, portrait uh, moved me so much and it's also uh, collected by this uh, collection uh, collected by the Museum of Fine Art Boston uh, for their uh, Parliament collection and I am uh, now I am I didn't prepare anything to explain my feeling and my uh, uh project because of I would not expect to speak here um, that's why uh, a bit uh, I am a bit excited you know a portrait uh, photography is uh, experiment to strong emotions by using perceived experience, and uh, that's why I took a uh, labor uh, face on the uh, in the column uh, faces um, anyway this is the long story uh, if anyone wondered the, uh, the story back uh, story for this collection you can uh, they can check on the website I really uh, happy to be here. I don't want to take too much time for our uh, dear, for other artists. Um, thank you so much. I I don't want to find right words to explain my feeling right now.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm so glad that that you joined us on stage to uh, to introduce yourself, um, and I wanted to. I want to talk about your art for just really briefly. But I, before I do that, um, since you are in Istanbul, I wondered if you had seen Ev's post about a photo walk in Istanbul. And I hope that you're able to uh, to maybe meet Ev there in about a month.
11: Yep, yep. That would be great. I already wrote as a uh, comment he's uh, um, Tivit, that would be great to meet and to have a, to uh, spend time to take some pictures and have a Turkish, Turkish uh, coffee, which is the traditional coffee.
1: Excellent, excellent. Well, I'm glad that you connected because when I heard Istanbul, I was like, oh, we got to make sure this happens. Um, so I, I, I appreciate you have some information on your website about this whole project. I wanted to just ask you, what did it feel like? Were, were you photographing in the mines or were you photographing when the miners came out? Um, if you were in the mines, I was curious how it felt to be in those spaces. It seems yeah. scary to me.
11: Yeah, yeah. This is really difficult to be there. It was incredible experience for me as an artist and i i have been there uh, many times but one of them was first for me it was really uh, difficult uh, to take pictures uh, not just but uh, not just but technically but also uh it's a, it's a physical condition this is really difficult and Yeah, it was great to be here. Uh, It was great to be there and to meet people. You know, uh, all people have a different story in their life, and uh, cool maker, cool mind. My my crazy son around me. (laughs) Sorry, Um, he was uh, just six years old. Um, When I was taking this portrait in the in in the Kohlmanker people and they was they uh, helped me so much to take this kind of photos this is when they out of uh, the uh, the workers place uh, i took some of pictures also i have been and the uh, tunnel uh, it, it was really difficult to Take pictures and to also have a fresh air. This is really uh, incredible for me.
1: Well, I can imagine that the experience uh, was overwhelming as you were creating the work, and sometimes those um, that that level of um, extra input from your own emotional response to where you are and who you are photographing just adds that much more power into what you create. So. Congratulations for those beautiful works and for having them be part of the permanent collection in Boston. I think that's a huge accomplishment and um, something that is a real tribute to your work. So um, we're really excited to have you as part of the Montage community. And um, I'm excited that you'll get to meet Ev and, and you guys can go photograph and enjoy a coffee together. Um, that That's amazing. That'll be really great.
11: Yeah, thank you so much. I am waiting all of you guys in Istanbul, which is the fascinating city uh, in in the world. Many people want to visit Istanbul. That we have a great uh, historical building, historical story. Uh, it's a great story. Uh, that would be great if we if we meet in Istanbul. Thank you so much for um, this lovely opportunity. Uh, I am so happy to be part of montage and in this uh, with this uh, space thank you so much again
1: absolutely well we are going to um, talk with neo sutras and that's going to wrap us up for this space um, we are going to uh, close it up after that um, but we are um, really excited to to be welcoming all these new artists to montage and um, some repeat artists and of course, now that you are in Montage, you're welcome to be as much of a repeat artist as you wish. <laughs> so um, the door is wide open, and please just um, um, bring your art to Montage. Um, it to to whatever rhythm and timing works for your own creative strategy. Um, we're here to support that. So um, we uh, I'd like to uh, say hi and welcome to Neo Sutras. I'm so excited to talk about this work. Um, as a kid, I had a kaleidoscope and I loved playing with a kaleidoscope and I feel like your work is a throwback to me um to that experience of looking at the world in uh really interesting ways so well hi welcome
12: hello Pam and hello beautiful community it's been a while since I've been in uh the Twitter spaces and I'm truly surprised um listening to this hour this group of conscious artists that you gathered together it's like truly incredible uh and i was enjoying and deeply learning from each individual who represented themselves and what they dream driven about um and uh what i'm also seeing in a space that uh it's the beautiful selection that's happening right now um it's kind of less of activity but it's more quality so i just want to say thank you for doing this i know how much work put into the organization of such uh events and i'm really proud and honored to be here um and um <laughs> i guess a few words about who i am and who we are uh with my partner uh we speak uh, with our body language and we actually established a very unique body language that we called new sutras new sutras is a practice um, that being created from the combination of styles yoga meditation dance elements of acrobatics and all of this all of these elements been contained into the uh, movement that represents sacred geometry and um listening to many other artists I understand that people here can comprehend that sacred geometry is the foundation of everything that created uh, in the universe, and <clears throat> there is a lot of patterns that we cannot see with the naked eye, but there is also magic. Like, let's say, if you do psychedelics, you will see these patterns, so or if you go on a deep meditation, you can tap into this universal codes of consciousness. Um, and we taking our bodies, our beautiful uh, vessels of energy and creating those codes, duplicating those codes with our bodies. And I can speak about it um, hours and hours because the movement itself it being been used in rituals and healing and self-expression and liberation for centuries since the ancient times. And um, we would love to continue to represent the importance of that art because it's healing art, is visionary art, is the art that can Uh, truly transform individuals and heal Um, and that's what we're standing for we're standing for bringing spirituality in a web 3 space and to also through the inspiration uh, represent the beauty of self-expression through the movement and to inspire other people to get connected with their bodies to get connected with themselves to learn more about themselves And this piece uh, is actually very symbolic for us. It started our um, journey, New Sutras journey, a few years ago when we launched it on Facebook. We shot it on a desert uh, and we uh, went viral in three months. We got about um, 10 million views, 70,000 shares, 70,000 comments. And those comments was in a way where people were sharing the very private and very vulnerable parts about their lives like they felt something they could not describe it they was crying they was sharing you know the events that happened to them and their private lives and we realized that we're tapping into something deeper than just dance because that's how we started and the evolvement the spiritual evolvement of Uh, Our family and our movement started from there. We start to dig deeper, to go on our personal healing journey, to understand why so many people got touched and how we can expand and, you know, continue doing this healing. Um, And later on. That's uh, this piece that you see right now, it was already experimentation when we fused that video, and using very unique method and collaboration with that artist, we created this kaleidoscope, like you Pam said, um, that actually represents the cells, represents the sacred geometry, you know, when there is shape within the shape, and it's continuing and it's never ends. Um, and it's uh, the name of this piece is Biohacking. Uh, also very symbolic. Um, as I mentioned, it, you know, it represents the micro world and the micro world in the same time and how everything is incredibly connected. So visually, we wanted to drag attention to, to that universal consciousness and to the things that are beyond of our understanding and just kind of shift the minds of people a little bit. Yes, yeah, so that's that's what it's all about. And I'm, I'm so happy that we are part of Montage. Uh, it was a dream to uh, be showcased in the Times Square, we'll be honest. Um, a lot of dreams was already <laughs> achieved through like three and a half years in Web3 space. But this one is truly warms my heart because um, I came from a small town in Siberia. And um, for that little girl, it truly means the world. Um, so thank you very, very much for making it happen for us.
1: Well, thank you so much for giving us the chance to um to really enjoy and appreciate your art. um we're very happy to present it on montage and it, yeah, I can just watch it forever. <laughs> I feel like i I discover something new every time um it it I hit repeat um, and yeah i I'm I've just so interested in this sacred geometry um, concept, and I think we'll have to talk about that a lot more <laughs> um, at some point. We probably won't have time to get into it today, but um, I um, when I, I I when I bought a house in uh, in Montana when I lived there, there had been an artist living there before me, and she uh, she made quite a lot of uh, we'll say customizations to the place, <laughs> including painting on the walls and things like that. That. Uh, we're, you know, just, we're so, um, so amazing. But I ended up connecting with that artist and she had, she, she now lives um, up in the Pacific Northwest, but she really started studying a um, uh, sacred body postures. I want to say like um, she would do workshops um, for people to, to just learn these sacred body postures. They were not dancers. They were, um, not necessarily uh, approaching it in in that um, athletic way, but uh, she the, what I learned from the art that she painted based on these um, sacred body postures and poses and um, power um, dances and things like that, um, just how much you know is is under the surface that we we don't see, but I think um, when we experience art like you've created, we can really tap into um so that i uh, i just i really want to go on and on and <laughs> talk with you so much more about this i don't think we'll have time now but i'm so glad we had a chance to to um talk with you at least this much and and be able to share this work out um i think there's so much more that we can we can learn um uh, from you about what's unseen out there
12: i wish there is like a prayer hands I- i'm agreeing with everything <laughs> you're saying and i just want to uh, kind of wrap up my speech saying that um these sacred body postures they are truly everywhere, and we call them it body codes and If you just simply gonna open any book of yoga, those codes are there. The beginner codes that everybody can can do right now right here is there. It's just um they're not tapped in deeper into the aspects of energy in descriptions of these books, but those are already based on this knowledge and anybody can practice it with their bodies and just notice the difference.
1: Absolutely. It's, it's very true. It's very real. And, um, I, I love how you've been able to represent it in your art. Um, I'm super glad that, uh, that you, um, we're part of our open call, so we would have a chance to, to talk more. And um, thank you so much for sharing. I want to say thank you also to all the speakers who've come up and shared about their work. Uh, we, of course, um, at Sloika, we're going to have many more of these art share spaces. Um, right now, we're going to go get back to work helping with all the other back end things we need to handle to get all of the work out there, the reserve prices set um, I'm sure everyone is uh, in the chat group has learned about. Um, we, since all the reserve prices are set on chain, uh, we set those transactions to happen at uh, low gas. So sometimes they're pending for a little while until the gas dips and, and then a whole bunch of those transactions will go through. And that happens also, um, as we allow this new new wallets into montage and everything. So really appreciate everyone's patience as, um, as those processes are going on. Um, they are, um, something that uh, has to happen, but we have no control over once they're, <laughs> once we hit go. So um, yeah, so we're, we're doing the best we can to catch up with all of the loose ends that we need to handle here on our end. Um, but thank you so much. Um, for anyone who's still got some more time, uh, let's leave the space and then let's go find Maheen Blues. And Evan and I are gonna be talking over there with her about this exciting exhibit that's happening in Toronto with cinematic Cyberverse. So, um, why don't we close up this race now and uh, let's go pop over and hang out with Maheen for a bit. Thank you all for being here. Um, it's really great to uh, to have so many great conversations this morning and, uh, and this evening. <laughs> I'm in California. So it's more, and uh, bye for now.
0: There's this principle in like Dao- there's this principle in like Taoism where it's just, like the more you fight something the more like the opposite of what you want like just inevitably it kinda starts to happen. There's this principle in like Taoism where Taoism where like, the more you fight something, the more, like, the opposite of what you want <laughs> inevitably it kind of starts to happen. Chirping on the bird app, listening to nerds slap, wondering why the fuck my timeline's so cursed. It's like everybody's holding heavy bags in Web 3. That's why they can't fly. They just drowning in the bird bath, fishing for some dry powder Watch how we ignite the tower. Blowing up their bank accounts for getting how to fight the power. Y'all don't even realize how deep this shit goes. They preach an open source, but don't listen to the code. And now it's mutiny, community, uprise, this no more humility, futility, plus size Motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal Which side of the line you bleeding out on when the dust settles Motherfucking west side shit, needle and noose Sticking with my armory Yam, Beto and Bruce Reppin' psychedelic artistry, believing the truth Like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue GM Is it really is it worth all the effort? Is it really worth all the fighting? Is it really worth all the drama? And the answer I think is a weird.